does what is popping what is cracking like and everybody my name is sweet justice c oh wow like that um oh, i just i'm just regular nose dog mate i'm out here fair enough mm, mm, mm. and uh i am I, honestly i'm just i'm just down drinking wine that is me today mm. fancy don is that um mm. fancy is that, uh, ice in your wine glass bro yeah, that's his ice of... in my wine glass because the the wine wasn't uh, cold enough. So uh, I, I put your cousin wine is going so to sorry. murder you. Tell her. Tell her yeah, it's going to be something. I'm ready. Uh, I am fucking ready. Happening. <laughs> tell her I'm fucking oh, ready. Goodness. I've been You're waiting for a punch in the head. Tell you what. <laughs> fucking tell you what, both of you guys. Jesus Christ. Well, welcome to episode uh, one nineteen of Bad Habits Podcast in the building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I just wanted to say beforehand, this was the only we drink, you know, obviously every single episode, I don't always talk about it, but every episode I drink a um, THC beverage. This is the only one I had in the fridge and it's 10 milligrams. And last time I had a 10 milligram, yes. one, I got like liters. So I'm going to be- I Have a liters. nice time. Let's go. I have I had a, a dinner first. So hopefully it'll balance it out a little mm. bit because we're recording later than normal tonight. But uh, cherry cola, though, mm. it's very nice. You know, nice. Nice. Well, I, I wish you, I wish you well. I wish you well. Yeah, you know, like I fuck with it. Ooh, shit! I wasn't supposed nice. to. So I'm doing this um thing with the. I think I said last time, like a functional doctor, and one of the things is to go. Oh, yeah. Did I talk? Did I talk about that last time? Yeah, 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 you told yeah. us. So the first part is supposed to do on this thing called it's like elimination diet, and it's called like a histamine diet. And the idea is that you like cut all this stuff out. All of the things that you keep are things that are known not to fuck with like allergies and blah, blah, blah. So because I was like, yo fam, like that shit is like a lot. They were, um, she's like, all right, how about you do no sugar, no dairy, no um, fermented stuff. The fermented stuff is super easy. The dairy has been pretty sweet. Sugar, I just realized this has 25 grams of sugar in this drink alone. Like, so I shouldn't be doing this. But like mm -hmm. what I'm learning is there's, when you're looking and Dan, you probably learned this when you did the thing earlier this year, mm -hmm. but like, there's sugar in everything. Like even the pasta sugar sauce. Sugar in everything. Like everything. everything. Every single so like, thing is crazy. So what do you do? Like what, how does one actually cut sugar out of their diet? Like legitimately without making any mistakes? Because obviously I've made, I've avoided obvious things like donuts and cookies. And like, you know, even I'm, yeah. I'm reading the labels on everything. And some things will say, say if it's like, I don't know, fruit juice or some shit. It'll say like 10 grams of sugar, but like obviously if it's orange juice, there's sugars in oranges. Then it'll say added sugars. And then it'll be like another 20 grams. So they added more sugar to the existing fruit. So then I'm like, yeah. well, I can't have that. You can have uh, things if it's naturally occurring. Like I guess that's what's that fructose, I think it's called, um, or glucose, mm -hmm. one of the two. I don't know. But everything, bro, like it's, it's yeah, just no, like, it's, how, it's, what do you do? In my head, it seems very much impossible to do zero sugar. Like we we technically done zero sugar, but we were still allowed a certain amount. So we had um, our sugar for the day was dark chocolate and dates. That was it. Okay. And that's not a lot of sugar, but it's kind of like if we didn't have that, 
I just don't really know what wouldn't have sugar. Like, literally everything has sugar. It's, it's a joke. It's crazy. So I don't know. Like, even the sugar alternatives aren't good for you. And no. even, like, every single fruit juice is always going to have added sugar. So I don't really everything. know what what you can do regarding that. Like, I don't know. There's, I don't mm. know. I have no clue. I have no clue. I guess you just got to, like, make safety at, like, if you, I don't know, like, make everything. Like, if you're having vegetables, just have fucking vegetables. Like, you have to, you have to make everything. Yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's a lot, man. It's very funny. I'm just like, I didn't meet, I didn't think of it until I'd already cracked it and started sipping. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm obviously, I'm drinking beer too, and that has sugar in it. But, anyways, yeah, it's but interesting. Sugar alcohol isn't as, as bad as like but sugar alcohol aren't as bad. Yeah. 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 Even we found like a local, um, we're trying to replicate, obviously, you know, you try and replicate everything, all the cool shit that you liked, you know, about Montreal and try to find it all here. And we found, you know how, you know that gnocchi place on Fairmount? Yeah, 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 the $5 one, yeah. It's like yeah, two yeah. minutes from my house. Correct. And that particular place, we used to always buy the pasta sauce from there. You, Me and you mm-hmm, would mm-hmm. do that. So like yeah. I mean, we tried to, we found a place here that's sort of similar-ish on Lock Street here. Mm-hmm. So they got like, um, excuse me, they got like, they make fresh in-house pasta. So like we buy the, you know, the spaghetti style shit, just like made fresh. It's glorious. And buy their pasta sauce. So they have like, you know, six different ones that they make, not in like the glass jars, like the other ones, a little more, um, I don't know, a little, a nicer operation, I guess. This is cool still, but they got like, you Mm -hmm. know, white sauce, a spicy one, a regular one. This one had like little bits of sausage and stuff in it. And even then it had brown sugar in it and Tiff didn't realize until tonight we're about to make it. She's like, fuck, I just see this one has brown sugar in it. I'm like, and this is like not a processed Mm -hmm. thing. Well, you know, not a mass marketed thing. You can only buy it in small batches, not even in a jar, just in like a little plastic Chinese style, Chinese takeout style container. Yeah. Like, and even that has sugar in it. I'm like, fuck, bro. Like, no, everything though. Even when stuff. when I wanted to like look for a recipe just to marinate chicken, <laughs> every almost every single one had sugars. Like it is crazy. It's crazy. Super so wild. One of the things that was interesting so, yeah. was on the diet list, you you it said there's like a yes column and a no column. So on the no column under sugars, it was like everything. And under yes column I had honey. So like maybe that honey's like oh, a naturally yeah, occurring. Yeah. Honey's a good substitute. Sweet. It's a good substitute. Yeah, and I guess yeah. it's like just better for you. It's not manipulated. It's literally from a creature type of thing. Yeah. So anyway, that was That's just a, a side note. Um, good. Yeah, okay. Let's catch up. What's, what's, what's cracking, boys? Dad, good. What's happening? What's news? Uh, what's going on? You still being treacherous? I'm, uh, you know, you know Practice me. You know, well... No, 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 come on, come on. Well, I've also made a revelation. Now I'm back home. This is the first time I've been home. Um, I am not ready to own a dog. I'm not ready. Okay. As much as I thought I wanted one, it's just, it's so difficult. It's so, I cannot, (laughs) I I cannot express to you how hard it is to own a dog. And I had, I had this dog for one week and I loved this dog. The dog was amazing. Like he, he was so, he was so well behaved, but it's like, it was just so difficult, like, knowing... I, the reason why I struggled so much, for example, with stuff like work, I could not get into a flow where I was just like, I'm in the zone now, I'm, 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 I'm just working. I can't because within an hour, I'm going to have to take this guy out, go for a pee, or go for fucking shit outside. Like, 
every single hour I'm going to have to do it. Something's disrupting it. I'm trying to balance that with making sure I eat and making sure I work and then making sure I try and go to the gym, which I, I didn't go to the gym at all. So it's just like, fuck it. Like, and it's just, it's way too much time. And if it affects so much of my lifestyle to a point where I'm not willing to change my lifestyle at my age to accommodate for a puppy. Uh, obviously, it's probably like a, a certain amount of time where it will probably be fine and it will get old enough to be able to, you know, do a bunch of shit that I don't need to necessarily monitor and stuff. But it's like, at this point, I'm not ready for that. And I thought I was. I was like, I was begging Mel for a dog. I was like, I will do, I don't care if, if if we get it now or in Toronto, like, I will, I will get a dog now. I don't care. I want a dog. But like, no, I can't do it. At least you can't. It's so hard. So I'm not surprised to hear that, but it's cool that you had the experience to kind of like figure it out yeah. on your own, like, you know, it, and it's a lot, you're not, I don't, and I also don't think you're being ridiculous in the slightest. I think you're being absolutely realistic as fuck and actually very like mature about it because I know how much you love dogs and I know you'd really do want one, but it, like, bro, it's a, at your age, fuck off. No, she wouldn't have either. There's no way either of us would have. Mm -hmm done that exactly mm -mm, it's mm -mm. it only hit if i didn't have tiff i mean you, i think you need a partner for something like for like nosh with iris with the tortoise it's a lot more chill i guess because you don't have to do the things like you have to physically do like down what you're talking about is take them out we mm. have the deck here so you gotta like you can just open the back door and you can shit on the porch and it's okay because it's winter and it'll pick it up and it's all good um but like the walks and if you can't do the walks because it's minus 20 and it's fucking a snowstorm and all this bullshit, like it's constant. Even we cleaned the house today and like, he's just always, he's trying to sweep. He tries to eat the broom while you're sleeping, sweeping mm -hmm. or like <laughs> you mop the floor and like, he's going to try and lick the floor everywhere. So you have to put him up on the couch or on the bed or whatever the fuck to stop interfering with that. Mm -hmm. Every time you get dressed, he eats your socks. He tries to bite your pants. Like it's cute, but it's like <laughs> Tiffle, I'd always joke, Tiff calls it a burden. Like he's just such a burden. And I was like, you can't call him a burden. I'm like, yeah, but he is. He's a good burden. But like that's what kids are. Kids are burdens, right? So No, you're right. It, it's not it's not it's not like bad to call him a burden, but but he it, but the dog it, it is a burden to your life. Like it is. As much as you love the dog, like it, it is. Like having to thing. constantly mon like I'm looking over my shoulder every two seconds to see yes. if this dog's eating like plants, eating like paper yep. off the floor, plastic, anything. We had to move the plants on top of the kitchen, like where he literally cannot like grab the plant and eat to the leaves or eat the dirt. And it was just like... Because they're all bro, toxic. Just, they're all toxic I, to him. Well, apparently I went to a puppy class because I also had to do that. And they said that um, letting them eat like a leaf, for example, if it's like something organic, like leaves or mud, it's not that deep. Like you don't need to necessarily have to fish out of their mouth. Like it's, no, it depends it's, which plant. You, okay, okay. Like for the what she told us, she was like, even if the dogs have sticks in their mouths, it's not that deep. It's organic. Like you can just leave it. Uh, she did say plastic and shit. Yeah, you need to fish out of their mouths and shit. And I'm just like, bruv, this is so long. Like having to hold a dog and force his mouth open, like <laughs> fish out paper and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, bruv, you this should is see just... in his shit. There's like, there's like, um, oh my God, we don't let him me. swallow plastic. You're right. He eats like, say, you know, you get those ropes, just like a rope, and they chew the rope apart. And the good thing about that is kind of like floss. But then he'll eat mm -hmm. the strings. So in his shit, it's always like we always got to look in his shit to see what he ate. And like. You know, you have those little it's like um, carbon fiber. It's like basically, woven. yeah, because you can the sh shit will break <laughs> apart, but it'll stick together because it's fucking. 
and me and Tiff are sitting here, like one of us is holding, like, hmm, hmm, like looking at this feisty piece of feces. Woven poops. And the other thing that's funny as well, like you have, I don't know, Dan, I'm saying this because Dan, you might relate to this one. He had a, um, you know what, what a Kong is? You guys yeah, familiar yeah. with that? So like the little, yeah, the little toy, yeah, the little the thing where it. you stuff food in it. So he has those things, and there's a, and similar type ones, and he chews like the edges of those things, and then eats it. And they're usually like black, blue, pink, something like that. So like you'll see these speckles in his shit because he's eating the rubbery thing around it. Like at least he's passing his, it. Jesus, yeah, Christ. he's passing it. Thank fuck, or it's stuck in his gut. And then right over here, just in front of behind the camera, there's what we call the graveyard, and that's all of his toys. It's like this huge basket that's <laughs> overflowed with all the toys we had to confiscate. Like Dan, you gave him a, a, a reindeer for Christmas. Within mm-hmm. ten minutes, we he had to, had to take off him. He already ripped its ears mm-hmm. open, its antlers open, and then it has that synthetic cotton in it, and he's eating the synthetic cotton. So then we tried to tear the cotton out, and then he could just eat the cloth. But then he managed to get Jesus into the head Christ. now. So there's this one other thing we have that's like a, a rope ball, and it had a head and hands and feet. Now it's only got one leg left. This thing, whatever it was, I don't remember, because he'd ruin every single part. Then we have as soon as he rips a hole in it, we're like, all right, now we're gonna take the stuffing out and then give it back to him. And then now he's choking on the rope part. It's like never, ever, ever ending. So you're right. Keep, keep going. Sorry, I just wanted yeah, to say it, that. Yeah, it, yeah it, it's never ending. And it's like having to clean up his piss as well when he accidentally pissed. Like, to be fair to this dog, he'll very, he's very communicative. And he will tell you when he needs to go to the toilet. He'll tell you. He'll bark at you. He'll cry. He'll do whatever. But in the yeah. last few days, I think he got like super comfortable with me. And he just didn't bark when he needed to pee. So he just peed and then he just looked back at me like... <laughs> like what's up? This bitch. yeah like yeah um, yeah literally like that yeah. and I'm like bruv and I, I, I don't get mad at him because it's like you're, you're you're like what 10 weeks and I'm not I'm not gonna be mad at you because I, I it's completely understandable why your bladder is like oh it's a 10 week old puppy 10 week old like it's, oh that's when we got Barrington like, oh dude oh no <laughs> okay. yeah yeah I didn't realize it was, was a lot young. like yeah it was 10 weeks and he was just oh, pissing to be real yeah. fair though, that's a lot to ask a non-puppy, a, a non-dog owner to take care of. Just I mm-hmm. know that you, I'm sure you probably jumped at it when you were asked to do it. But oh yeah, that's a lot, dude. Like you, you, Brad. I don't know if you met mm-hmm. Barrington at ten weeks. You probably met him pretty soon. Uh, after. My name is Notion, actually. Mate. Sorry, Notion, Notion. I just I, I, I pulled a dad and threw your government. Wow. Sorry, dog. Wow. Sorry, dog. I know. Boo. <laughs> yeah, boo. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Boo me. Baby, boo. baby, baby dogs. <laughs> sorry, baby, baby nose. Dan, you met Barrington when we got him. We got him at 10 weeks. And that mm-hmm. time period, looking back, at, it's a whole thing. They got the sharp puppy teeth. They, they don't, they're not potty trained, so they just piss and shit <laughs> everywhere. You do have to take them out every hour in case they need to go. Why does this keep changing the fucking... Go on my face, dildo. There you go. So, like, yeah. it's mm. like, it's so fucking much to ask yeah. you to deal with. It's it was it was home. I can I can believe it, and I was just like, this dog's so nice. Though. He really is nice, and sometimes he's a bit nippy and bites a little bit, but it's like it doesn't hurt. Like, no, and I think cute. he recognizes where it's like he's not meant to bite because there are times where he's like trying to bite, and I put my hand in his mouth, and he's like he like stops. He's like, okay, this is not what I'm meant to be doing. So he's like he's good in that sense. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's a lot. It, it was it was just too much, and. Uh, I'm glad that I've come to the realization and didn't 
and didn't come to this realization when I got a dog, you know, because I would have happily, I would, I told Mel, look, if the dog was five Gs, I'd put, I'd put half. I don't care. Like I'd do it. Like I'd do it right now. I, I honestly didn't care. But no, nah, mm. I, can't, I can't do that, man. That's I'll wait until I'm a bit older. That's that's crazy. I couldn't imagine moving to Toronto and having to look after a dog like that. No way. It'd be harder in. Would it be harder in Toronto? I don't know. Maybe not. But I don't it's know. probably just the expense. The food and stuff is yeah. expensive. And then they go through a toy. I'm looking at how much money is sitting in that basket when we buy things. And maybe the mm -hmm. toy is 15, 20 bucks. He'll play with it for 10 minutes. He'll rip a hole in it. Then the toy is dead. So then you got 20 bucks mm -hmm. down the drain. Like yeah. constantly, constantly. Or you buy food and you just won't fucking eat it. So I imagine mm -hmm. that's what human children are probably similar-ish to that, right? Like don't, probably. I think they're all picky and shit. Little fucks, Probably. you know what I mean? Right. FTK, you know what I mean? Fuck the kids, feel me? <laughs> but not literally. Not literally at all in any shape or form. Not literally. No, not as in like, that. no, no, that, that like, yeah, thanks for back. Yeah, like, no, nah, that's, no, no, no. As in like, get fucks, mate. Yeah, like, there you, you go. You can't. Just clarifying yeah, yeah. for people who might be confused. Yeah, yeah. Very, very good move. <laughs> when you, you. <laughs> we knew what you meant. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you, a sensible person would know what I meant, but. The world is dumb cunts we need to cover it for. You know? Yeah, exactly. The dumb country is outlandish, <laughs> yeah. as they say. Yes. Yeah, um, okay. So, Dan, you had a very important uh, epiphany in this last week, which epiphany. is uh, yes, which is very life affirming for you, and I'm happy that you got to that. Exactly. Now you know you just need to rent dogs. You know exactly. I can look after your dog. Listen, I will look after your dog anytime. I just cannot own a dog, which is fine. Which, which is, is not uh, not an issue. Mm -hmm. Okay, exactly, exactly. you're way too young for that responsibility. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Um, what else has been cracking? What else is news? Anything else you want to talk about? Um, anything else I want to talk about? Uh, Arsenal played one of the best games I've ever seen. Uh, I knew it. We were. I knew it. We went 1 0 down in 11 seconds. 11 seconds of the game, we went 1 0 down. And we were like, what the fuck? This, we were playing like the worst team in the league at our home ground, and we were playing the worst team. We were losing in 11 seconds. We're like, okay, this is weird. And then second half comes. We're 2-0 down. We're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, we're playing so much better. They just kept on scoring. Like, not even lucky. Like, it was just like they were taking their chances. And I was like, cool. Whatever. And then second half progresses. 60th minute out of 90 minutes. It was 2-1. Uh, we scored. Cool. And we made a sub. And then another goal. Cool. 2-2. Two, two. We have 20 minutes left. And then... Uh, it got to the 90th minute and the referee was like, okay, we'll give you six minutes at a time because of all the stoppages, the injuries, time wasted. We'll give you six minutes. And the six minutes had passed and we got a corner. And this is what happened. The corner went in, headed out. One of our young players took the ball, chested it on his left foot, top corner, straight in. And we won the game, 3-2 from 2-0 down. It was the best game Catch of my up. life. It was incredible. It was, it was so good. I fucking... Arsenal thank deserves you, some applause you, right you, there. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow. That's a troll. So you were screaming, you were screaming, running around the, the lounge room with you, with your, you, all of your gear out, dong flopping. I was, right? I literally was, I literally uh, was. It was, yeah. it was so good. Like, I, I couldn't believe it. And yeah, if you saw my Insta stories, that was the, that was the reason why they were so uh, weird or trolly. You know, if you didn't understand them. But, I uh, saw. Yeah, was, I didn't really good. understand it all. I but I feel like it was you're inside a weird man. Um, sports you're a weird things. man. Yeah, you yeah. say you're a it weird man. Little... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know, he's an immigrant, so you know. 
Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, wow, I'm, wow, uh, wow. I'm not from these these ends. I'm not from these ends. And uh, what else happened? Uh, oh, the greatest TV show of all time is back. Attack on Titan has now uh, finally come back after a year. So it's the final season. So I need to watch the episode. I haven't watched the episode yet, but uh, there's that too. So okay. uh, yeah, that, those are the main things. Those are the main things. That's my life okay. right now. I like that. I like it a lot. I like it. That's a great update. Uh, Nosh. What is cracking? What's news? What's happening? What's oh fuck, mate! A whole bunch. Hey, it's been a it's been a week. Uh, man's is tired, but man's is good. Um, fuck, what have I got to tell you? Sick shit. Um, the <laughs> notion MTB shit. is just is just consistently growing. So I'm happy with the YouTube stuff. It's great. I'm uh, literally going to pass 70k tonight, so that's cool. A um, views, you mean, right? Overall, yeah, yeah, 70k views. That's awesome. Um, dude. In total, and yeah. So if you haven't uh, subscribed yet, at NotionMTB on YouTube, if you like uh, scenic mountain bike content and my fun narration and comedy, then give it a fucking bell, mate. Check I had out a question for you. Most serene trails. Yeah, mate. They are serene. So when you post your reels, is there a reason you're not doing full vertical video and you're keeping them horizontal? Is it because they don't cut well if you had to chop the middle of the video down because your handlebars are yeah. like across the whole screen? Yeah, basically, I'm just using my regular footage, and then YouTube cuts it that thin. Okay, so like, I have no control over that. You don't cut. Well, you could, like, what we do for um, bird habits here. So, like, say Dan will take the edit, and whoever's talking in the clip, you just zoom right in in Final Cut, and you actually t like make the screen like uh, I think it's 1920 by 1080, and not sideways, but the the vertical way, and. Um, you just zoom right in on that part. So you actually like chop it to yeah. that specific part. So it's, you could do it potentially, but you would just chop off the ends of the handlebars. They might even not be that chopped off, but I think you should do that. You should do yeah. it. It'll definitely work. Uh, I don't know how to do it. I, I use iMovie because like my final can't, can't, run on, can't run on my computer because it's a piece of dog shit. Okay. So I just There'd have to be that, a way. So I don't know. We can talk about it after. What's that? It was, we can talk yes. about it, it after. It'll still work. It. You, you, you'll still be able to do it. Yeah. Um, Tiff mentioned it to me because, the other day and I was like, yeah, I forgot oh, to ask him about that. Yeah. You don't even have to edit it. You can put it in Canva and just set as background in a 1080 by 1920 uh, frame in a vertical cam, and cam, oh, fucking hell, vertical and Canva. Just put it as back, yeah, set it as just, background and it will just do it. Yeah. My okay. video files are massive. Yeah. Okay. I'll give that a shot. We'll talk later. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Yeah. We'll talk later. It was just something else to, to test since you're in like big time testing mode with like all of, and you're very uh, perceptive about your insights. Like you're actually doing this like textbook perfect because every time I talk to you, you're like, hey, I noticed this, this, and this. So you're like paying attention. You're doing it like really, yeah. really well. So like I wanted to mention this to you since you're being so thoughtful with every element, I figured that like it might be worth a, a test for you. Yeah, you know sweet. I mean? Definitely going to um, see. Yeah, because some I noticed some videos that are so zoomed in. Also the camera angle... Sometimes on certain trails, like my shit gets wiggled a bit, but I also was, the angle was a bit too low because I need to set it when I'm in my, uh, you know, what some cunts call the attack position or whatever. Like just when you're in that neutral position, ready to go down something crazy, um, I need to angle it for that. So sometimes I get it wrong. So then when the shorts thing on YouTube just zooms right in on the fucking bike and there's not much of a front angle, so I can't change gotcha. that. So yeah, I'll, you know. Depends on the video. When I'm then. making okay. my long form shit in iMovie, that's cool. I'll do that. Then I'll chop up the reels and then, um, yeah. So I have to figure out how to 
to do the, you know, the framing in that because I haven't even. Between Dan and I, we can show you, man. There's no stress. I was even thinking when you film them this summer, when you start doing the rides again, do you, would you probably need to like spin your GoPro so that it uh, it records it vertical yeah. for the short? This so thing, you're doing it for short specifically? Yeah, I think we texted about this. Like there's this thing you can buy that attaches onto like the bat, like on a normal GoPro, the battery clip is on one side and mm -hmm. you can remove it and then you put this new thing on. It's some cunt who 3D printed a thing on. So it replaces the battery clip, but it also seconds as a vertical mount. So you use your existing chest harness or whatever attachment and then it makes it, <coughs> excuse me, uh, it makes it so you can have it, you know, vertical. So it's recording that way. So Sick. when you edit it, it doesn't. So I haven't tried that yet, but also I found one on Amazon for like fucking 10 bucks instead of buying this uh, other joint Expensive for like one. 55. It'd be good yeah, to test Yeah, well, it's the same thing. thing. It's literally the same thing. So that'll be cool. I'll give that a go. But the thing is, mm -hmm. I have to record in the, you know, landscape way because that's how my long form videos are. And then I cut the reels from that. So the only thing I could think of is maybe getting one of those 360 cameras, but they're then you have to a hold lot. It, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, nah, well, they usually the best one I've found is a YouTuber that has a Insta three sixty, which is a different camera brand than GoPro. Uh, also very good. They're getting they're like the industry leader number two. They're trying to get some GoPro market share, but they're doing a better job. The last few years they've got some good shit. Everything's four K now, and the three sixty cameras they they're very light and they're thin and they can kind of like go on the chin mount. But I don't wear a full face helmet all the time because I don't do. Yeah. I'm not living in fucking BC. I don't have super steep shit that I'm going to die on every two seconds. I'm riding single track trails that are undulating. So it's not usually like full face helmet, gnarly stuff requirements. Mm. So my, that's why I have a chest mount and I have like a chest, a chest harness in the cameras. Okay. The camera's in between my tits and, gotcha. you know, I just do the angle at like a 45 mm. or so. And then sometimes, sometimes I get the angle wrong. So that's why sometimes the shorts are shit. Because uh, it zooms in no matter what I do. And you can't choose the cover or the thumbnail for a short yet because YouTube hasn't done that. So, yeah, which is why. Um, sometimes it, it predicts a good one and sometimes that can literally make or break some of the views I get because I'll get like a cool 5K on one video or because, you know, they chose the right snippet, which was enough for somebody to click on the, the thumbnail in their little whatever, right? So, mm. yeah. Also, okay. you know, title and stuff and et cetera, et cetera matters. But, yeah. Um, okay. Fuck. You'd so have to like YouTube's record going good. for shorts. Okay, but anyway, we can talk all about that later. Yeah. It? Okay. Yeah. No, so if shit, I was man. recording for shorts, I, I, what, I, what I ideally would will do is buy a second GoPro and have, um, you know, one Mine's of those mounts that has it's like an L shape, and you can have one this way and one that way, and I can just have both running. I have one named Reels, and I have one named whatever. Like YouTube, that's sick. I have that two would GoPros. be yeah a very dedicated thing to do. Uh, I think that's actually pretty fucking cool. Well, that's that's, that's going to be the goal because I'm going to get monetized as soon as possible, and that'll be literally what I'll do. I'll just buy like a the next GoPro I buy, which will be like you know maybe a twelve by the time that fucking comes out. They're at eleven now, I think. Okay. So by the time the twelve comes out, I'll get that for the main video for the long form, which would probably be like fucking five k or some sick shit, maybe eight k or something. Dreaming. But then my one that I've got now, the GoPro 9, can be the vertical one. So I can, that could be mm. my shorts, which is more than enough because my videos that are long form now have just started coming out as full 4K. So, um, yeah, everything's getting up to scratch for quality because I didn't know, you know, there was options on my fucking GoPro. I thought it just came ready to go off the tits, but I didn't uh, put it in until a few rides in. So gotcha. my footage from the start was kind of like 1080 until, I don't know, a month ago. Okay, 
well, all that done now. So now it's like, now it's about to get fire. This now summer. it's crispy ting. Yep. You know, the vibes. Okay, sick. So yeah, I've just been doing that, um, making beats, doing lots of collaborations. So yeah, doing an album with Stu, uh, Living Poetry, Poe. Um, Which is very, Oakland, very sick. California. It's super sick, yeah. So we've been, you know, had something in the works for a while. He chose a bunch of beats of mine and, you know, he's been recording a couple. So I got some stems. I've been mixing them and uh, got a, got one song finished and a second one well underway. And it's just it's encouraging to get some new shit from the Dope MC um, on your beat. So um, that was cool to, to work on a bit of that the last week. And it's your and first also, full, um, sorry, I just want to talk about that just for a quick second because yeah. it's very cool. It's your first sure. full-length project that you've produced 100%. This is your first like working with an artist that isn't- Producer album, yeah, you, like where I've where done- you've like yeah. produced it for him. And obviously I did an album with Poe that was produced by someone else, but you mixed it. So we've known Poe since 08. We've known him a long time. Uh, old friend of both of ours, both, you know, worked with him a bunch. And- um, so he is strongly connected in the uh, Bay Area. So he's based in Oakland and he knows, you know, he's close personal friends with a lot of like Bay Area, like, Indi you know, rappers and all that shit because he just came up out there. So he oh. knows a lot of cats. So hopefully they'll, you know, we're, we're having nice little chats. Um, I'm enjoying working on this. I just wanted to say this publicly because we can talk about it. There's no name for it yet or anything, but like oh. it's a, uh, it's been really cool because I'm representing the TMF side of like the business sort of end, but also... <laughs> Pro's my friend and just like he's your friend and uh, I did a project with him before so it's cool to sort of be on a, on a different angle on this one where I'm just look, we're looking at the strategy like alright who do we need on this song what names can we get involved in the album and like boom yeah. boom boom and he's suggesting cool creative shit for the songs to you and then you're able to like do it to you know, something a little different for you so I was like I don't know I think this is going to be really cool it's like a different challenge for the squad particularly after that conversation we had last week about um, you know maybe not wanting to sort of make being a rapper our number one thing. Um, yeah. Because, you know, so we've cool. got lots of, we all, both you and I see have lots of experience and wear lots of different hats during an entire process of making an album, whether it's, you know, like literally start to finish, both of us have done it on our own, yours, mine, other people's projects. We've all <clears throat> had uh, term, turns at wearing that executive hat and all the steps in between. And it's like, it's actually, yeah, you're right. Like we won't be like stepping away. We're just doing, it's, kind of, it's like not even really a start step either. It's just like, we're just like stopping. Still shit working. Doing music. one, but there's still, there's still so many other things and aspects to, uh, to what it takes to make a, a song or an album or a body of work that's mm -hmm. good. But yeah, it's so sick that we've still got our fucking fingers in the pie. And we'll both obviously be rapping on it. Um, and yeah. It's like the precursor to our project because like this started probably two years ago, I would say, like and work on it intermittently, then kind of goes quiet for a bit, then work on it again. So it's like now Pose in the recording mode, he's done a bunch of the tracks and we're just piecing it all together. So it's cool. It's like a nice way for you to be like, it's almost like it's the, the test run, not that this is anything less than all of everyone's effort, but like it's the first attempt at a... Uh, an album that you did the whole, you know, you produced everything and mixed and mastered it, like all, all things Sonic you're in charge of. and Yeah, which is crazy because it's, it's good cool. because at this particular point, sorry to jump in there, but I no, feel no. like I'm actually ready to go in more of a, like more of a sound way, which is funny. Um, mm. Just like the skill 
has gotten better and the this the ability to I don't know make the right choices within the first one or two goes is getting really good for me because I sent um, like a mix one uh, over to, to Poe and he's just lost he, yeah, he lost his mind with his responses and I was just like is he taking the piss or is he like for real and he's he's, he's been really he's been in the studio he's really excited but he's also been in the studio with a lot of legends and a lot of people that have good chops in the studio and behind the board. So it's like, you know, it's been cool to get some, some solid reassurance because yeah, um, shit happens and clients are dicks sometimes and also shit happens just sometimes it doesn't work. But yeah, it's been really good that uh, getting great feedback and making me feel good. Cause like, I just, I don't know, just seems to work nicely. So good I don't shit. know, I'm happy about that. So it just gives me more uh, encouragement to just keep it going. I need to get my pen flexing because you know you and I have some collaborations, and I've got to write some more shit for the Notion Island Volume Two, which is the Egg Ward and Notion project that uh, I did in 2019. Did I drop that doggy dog sniff sleeve easy? I um, think it might I'm be 2018. Sure tw- I think it might be 2018 because it was the same year as me and Poe did Bad Habits, hence the podcast. Okay, sweet. <clears throat> so yeah, so Poe is actually intertwined. I just realized, obviously, that out the podcast was named after that album just because it was like a cool name and felt like a cool name for a podcast and not, you know, that's something that we came up with together. Even though we didn't, that was just the name of a song. It was kind of lazy calling the album that, but I know, I think it works. Um, I so agree. It's, good. it's like a nice, I know, it's nice to have it with, to do this with like, that's sort of not us necessarily directly, like as the artists. So it's like, it's kind of yeah. fun to produce it for someone else, but someone who's like incredibly talented, but also really close. Um Regardless, it'd be cool. We should get him on the pod even sometime and just uh, yeah, that would be talk good. About it. Just even like just a, pre- a deep dive before on that particular even, shit. Like, yeah, before it even like you know, maybe once we're like uh, five to like ten in progress. And, yeah, in progress, like a progress report on it. And I feel like he has interesting mm, things to mm. say. Poser, a real intelligent dude, man. He's like high up in like a law firm now. He's traveling all around states and like you know caking up. Like it's it's great to see. You know? He's wow. a great okay. guy. Well, fuck. Ooh, yeah, because let, uh, let me jump yeah, on the let me jump on the track. I, think I mean, you could. I, I definitely want to get I'm you ready. on the hook for our project. I'm not even joking at all. Like, I, I am ready. I'm fucking ready. I feel like we could do something fun, like, but make it cool, like, not like trying to yeah. just make fun, make something funny because you talk funny, but like, let's make it like let's do something dope that can leverage that sound. Um. And make it like something that's like catchy and shit. I feel like it'd be kind of cool. I also like that side of it too. I know we talked about it before, but having you and Tiff involved in like Mine and Notion's project is sick because it's bringing the squad into it in a different way. And that's why I like working on the post stuff now. Like it's cool when it's come back because we're just three of us chatting on a group chat. I'm just working on this project that I have a different stake in. Like, cause it's going to come out through TMF, but we might get a label. Who knows? Like we'll see what happens with it because Poe is a bit more connected. So we might be able to. Or we just do it ourselves through TMF. But it's cool to kind of like just work through it all together. And that's going to be the same with our project so that we can do the same thing with you guys as well to have you guys across it. So it's like just every time we we do a body of work, they're just like a slightly different approach. So like it sort of makes the experience more interesting or whatever the fuck. It's cool. Raps. You're cool. I know. Sorry, we all keep like talking over everyone's stuff. But is there anything else you want to mention? No, it's all right. Nah, man, fuck, just just uh, fucking dicks out, flapping it in the wind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mate, Music mm-hmm. and mountain bikes. Mm-hmm. Um, winter's almost over. I can't fucking wait. 
Mm-hmm. Um, fuck, it's March. Fuck that. Yeah. Jesus Christ, how'd that happen? I know. February uh-huh. goes too quick. It's a cunt. Shouldn't exist. We should just mm-hmm. cut February right off the map, dog. Fuck it. Right. You know what I mean? And go straight to spring. No, I don't think we should. <clears throat> Let it breathe. Let it breathe. No. I, I, I like February. Oh, yeah, born, Dad's born in February. No. Big fan of February. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean. I didn't mean like stop your birthday. We'll figure out another day for your birthday. We'll pick you. <laughs> okay, we'll figure it out. Right, okay, pick we'll figure it out. Pick you there. I didn't mean to offend all the cunts in February, but I meant like if you got a February birthday, yeah, yeah, nah, sweet as. But like, figure out another day, mate. We'll just get rid of it so we get back into spring and we can have a nice time in the hot weather, and then everyone's happy. All right, That's go on then. Because we're all over this. Yeah. I heard Tiff told me then, today that there's supposed to be a, a late spring, meaning that it's just going to continue on. Not that it's been in Ontario, it hasn't been a tough winter at all. It's been pussy hole winter, which I love. In so comparison to the bad over here. It. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's always bad. I yeah, was there for like 10 years. It was never not bad. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It's well, there so was a storm bad. on. Did you have a storm on the weekend on Friday night? Yeah, we had, we had a storm on uh, Friday and uh, Thursday. Okay, so I don't know if it was the same one, but here they were like going crazy about this storm that was coming on Friday. Like, you know, Durand, which is a cafe slash beer store near here that I go to a lot, had like an event, like a ticketed event that people bought tickets to. They canceled it or postponed it to next week. And like, (laughs) man, I was talking to another beer friend. He's like, I hope you guys are home safe and shit. And like everyone was like bugging about it and it was just a bit of snow. Oh yeah, the and it was but that's the, nuts about it's it. the same as the same um, do you remember do you remember Christmas notion? And they were like, Oh, I don't know if you oh, guys yeah. if we can drive and oh it's gonna be the roads gonna get be so there. bad and then and then we were just like, Oh, it's just like, it's just They're still trying to trip us out, oh, bro. Like, yeah. relax, the media makes Why do they stress so about the weather. They're trying to just continually stress cunts out. That's why. You know how you know how you check the weather? You look outside and up, decayed, mate. I mean, but also, you know, of, radars and shit. Things yeah. change, whatever, whatever. But, like, there's a lot of stress behind the media push with the weather. I think it's really become more evident in the last, you know, few years and, like, people that genuinely just get so scared because the weatherman said the shit's going to be fucked. Like, honestly, mm. bro, I rode my fucking bike home on the weekend. When soft. Said it was no bad. problems at all. Yeah. There was lightning and snowstorm and I still rode my bike home. It was zero degrees. It wasn't even cold, man. Like, I don't understand the big fuss. Yes, there was lots of snow. It was about a, it was about like you know a foot tops. You know what I mean? It's okay. Yeah. Cunts can still drive. It's not like it's fucking Winnipeg or you know what I mean. It's not like it's out proper snow situation. It's fucking city times. They didn't really do that exactly. in Quebec yeah, so much. I feel like people it were seems panicking. And it just feels like everyone's stressing and it pisses me off a little bit. Yeah, I'm like, over it's not here, serious, bro. I ride isn't... my bike in this fucking weather, mate. Mm. Like, mm. Not that I'm trying to be a sick cunt. Like I'm, I choose to not go TTC because it's actually a piece of dog shit and I'm not paying for a dog shit service and I've consistently got that. For, so I ride my bike. It takes me fucking two seconds. There's certain days I don't choose to ride. Obviously, it's icy. It's genuinely unsafe for no matter what bike you're riding or skill level, you're going to die. So we don't do those. I ride whenever mm. it's okay. But, yeah, people will be like, oh, my God, you're riding fucking – yeah, it's like it's zero degrees, whatever. Like it's soft. There's lots of, uh, but yeah, the amount of people that get scared by the weather and shit like that is just like getting a little bit dead at some points. But yeah, I, you're, you are right. Sorry, no, totally. But, but like, I feel like it also, didn't happen mm. in Quebec. This is my first winter living yeah. here since like for ten years. In Quebec, I feel like they probably hyped about <clears throat> the weather, but then it was something really bad that happened because the fucking snowstorms they were brutal. But here, of course, I'm noticing that die. it's like. 
Totally. And I'm noticing, I've been well, stuck in, too, I've driven in some pretty bad conditions and it's like, it's terrifying. Like it's yeah. genuinely like, I'm like, I don't know if we're going to make it today type shit. Like it's minus 40 is not times. a joke. No, it's not even the minus 40 as much as the snowstorm. Like we've been stuck in snow squalls on the way to Vermont where you can see from here to the camera in front of the car, like type of gotcha. shit. Like it's, it's, and I don't know who's behind me or who's in front of me. I'm like, do I just keep going? What if I stop? Someone might hit me, so I got to keep going forward. But then if I have to quickly break, I'm going to go, I'm going to smash into someone guaranteed. So it's Jesus terrifying. Christ. But that's what I think when they say the storms here. And it's, I don't think- That's say, what it should be. <laughs> it's not even, well, it's probably good to be cautious, but I mean, it's like, it's not even it just because I, I try to pay attention to the media. <clears throat> Obviously it's, they've never, they've always been boosting things forever. It's what they do, but- it's like everybody in every sort of scene, like on Twitter, they're losing their mind. I'm not even talking like it, it's, it's even intelligent like I, people get. That's what I'm saying. Quiet. You can't even like tell the like. It's not like a certain type of person trips out over it. It's like it's just right. really weird, and you don't know what to do. So like you're just like I don't know. Everyone seems to be bugging out over this storm. I'm looking at it. It says 100 percent chance of snow, and it's all and all these warnings on the Weather Network app and stuff. I'm like, okay, well, probably sounds like it's going to be bad. And then yeah, it's like, are you fucking serious? This is it? Like a bit of a little bit of wind and some like pussy hole snow. Like the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, mm, super it's crazy. Annoying. Like you know, just confusing. Yeah, it's. Uh, but you know, I don't fuck with that. I'm sorry. Why do we even talk about that? I think you just mentioned maybe the weather and shit. I don't know. Not too sure. Yeah, I can't remember. Weather, either. weather. You know, yeah, you know weather. weather. We used to always do the weather at the beginning, yeah. like old people. Tangents, old people bro. Pod. That's what we do in here. Okay, boys, UFC. It, uh, it went down last evening. There was two big events last night. UFC uh, 285. I watched, I, I watched the other event, the Chris Rock event, and then it happened to be the two main events were uh, still available, still happened. So I got to watch them bad boys live. Mm-hmm. So you guys know more about it. I was just like watching the punchy fighty sports. So tell us about the vibes. Um, UFC 285, the greatest fight of all time, has uh, actually come back. <laughs> the greatest fighter of all time. As crazy as he is, uh, he's inevitable. And he is a real-life supervillain, and you can't stop him. I don't think there's anyone in real life without a literal gun who could actually beat up this man. I don't think anyone could ever actually kill, like, beat him up. Hand-to-hand combat, he'll kill anyone. <laughs> he is insane. And he's not, he's, the, what's crazy as well, he's not a nice person. <laughs> so he's like, Why he's isn't he nice? a super villain. What's he like, can't, what he can't did he do, do to make you say that? I've got, I've got a list of all the things he's oh, done. So basically, he's, he's never <laughs> lost. He's never lost in the UFC, okay. ever. And he has one loss in his record for disqualification. And he's, oh, he's won every single title match he's been in. And the only reason he's been stripped of the belt is because of crime and crimes that are outside of the UFC. So he's had to do jail time or whatever, and then he gets stripped of the belt. So it all stems from 2014. So 2014, uh, December, tested positive for cocaine. 2015, felony hit and run charge. 2016, suspended for failed drug test. 2018, revoked license, upheld after failed drug test. 2020, arrested for alleged uh, aggravated DWI and negligent use of a firearm. And uh, wow. I think 2022, this might have been, 
It says charged with a misdemeanor battery, domestic violence, and injuring or tampering okay. with a vehicle. So man's been out here. And uh, he is absolutely busy. insane. He is absolutely... He, he's crazy. He's crazy. So, and yeah, he when can't, he he can't beat us? him. He can't beat him. And uh, okay. three years ago, 2020. And uh, he beat somebody called... I don't know if this was the most recent one, but he had okay. a big feud with Daniel Cormier who is now like a commentator on UFC. And it was like his proper like good guy, bad guy sort of thing. And uh, uh, essentially they had like multiple fights and John Jones won every single time. And there was to a point where Daniel Cormier was crying in the ring after he lost the final one. And it was like, it was insane. Like he is just so good at what he does. And yeah, he's, he's crazy. Like... And he won his fight against Cyril Garn. It was the first time he fought in three years and the first time he's ever fought in the heavyweight division. So he moved up a weight, fought the best in that in weight category minute. and still won. He won within two, in one minute. In the first round. In one wild. minute. Like, it was so disappointing. <laughs> in the first round. Like, like, nope. It was just like, he absolutely just made him, he just choked the fuck out of him. It was insane. And like, you could see there was like, a golfing class completely like he didn't hit him other yeah. than accidentally fucking kicking him in the balls that's literally it he didn't get hit and like when they did the slow-mo of uh, how he like grappled him and shit the way he just dodged the punch and just literally just went straight and just grappled him and it was so easy like it, he made it look so easy and it was mm. like he knew he was gonna win every single time like it, it was like there was no idea of him possibly losing it was so funny and like there was this tweet from uh, Rudy Gilbert, the basketball player. He says, two of my favorite fighters of all time. Let's go. But I've got Cyril. i got Cyril. I think he'll win. And that was tweeted at 12.48. And at 12.53, he tweeted. He just tweeted, yeah. damn. And that's it. So uh, <laughs> the, the movie got him so in was just like easy. a headlock, like you said. So that's, is that a standard jiu-jitsu thing? Like yeah, it's, a pretty, it was, it's like almost impossible to get out of at a guy that's strong? So it's a... Wrestling it's a wrestling thing, I think, and it's just like uh, you can't. You just if he's under your okay. chin, then you're fucked. Okay. Essentially, I think that's with every fighter. Though you have to be technically better than the other person to make sure they're not under your chin, and you have to make sure you do everything to make sure they're not under your chin. Because if they are, they will get choked out regardless of who the person is. And if and some fighters are crazy, they'll just they'd rather you make them pass out than you tap. And I think Cyril Garn was like, fuck this, I'm literally not going to be able to get out. So he just tapped. Like, it's insane. Like, I'm, I've never seen a fighter that good before. Go. Like, John Jones is, is, he's so good. Is that a um, like, he's the goat. agreed upon sentence? Yeah, if you can separate the facts. Uh, I think a lot of people would just do the thing where it's like, oh, he's a bad person. He can't be my goat. It's like, it doesn't matter because we're, if we're speaking factually... There is no person on earth who could beat up this man. Like, legit. Like, there is no person. So, it's like, he's okay. the GOAT. Everyone uh, is the No, goat. should you have any thoughts? Because I know you were into all this sportsy punchy thing. I like, punchy I like sports it. Punchy sports occasionally are good. I, <clears throat> I mean, I'm an old school. I'm an old school fan. Like, I've been seen, like, I've seen, yeah, whatever. Lots of them. This one was great. Uh, I fell asleep during the co-main event, so I unfortunately didn't see it. And everything you're telling me, I have well, no idea. So I'm going to go watch it. If you've got a spare minute and a half, you can probably watch so, it while you're on the podcast. 
Yeah, literally. I was going to say, yeah. I'll, I'll have to, yeah. I just don't, I don't, yeah, I fell asleep during the, uh, oh, that the, was a the, good one. the birds smashing. So that was like, you know, that, would get, that was a good mm-hmm. one. And I fell asleep like okay. literally at, at the end. So I don't know, old man shit. But um, yeah, my bad on that one. It's just okay, like well, just at least it's an easy and one. Losing. It's not the end of the world um, at all. So um, I was going to watch it like later if I didn't catch it live. Yeah, it, no, it was, I, knew. I actually knew because of, I listened to Rogan a lot. But, I knew the girl, the Victoria... Um, what's her last name? So that's for S. Valentino. Oh, okay. Valentina so her, I heard them talk Chef about Schenker. that because there was almost yeah. every conversation ends up about UFC. So I hear a lot about it, but I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. So I knew who Cyril Gunn was because of the podcast. Right. But I didn't know. I knew who John Jones was, Jones. but I didn't know a lot sense. about him. So but I knew he he'd done some crazy shit and he was good, but I didn't realize he was like LeBron, MJ, Jay Z, goat, goat. Yeah, no, he's he is LeBron. He's just yeah, like a LeBron was LeBron. Like okay, gotcha. he's off his rocker. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. If yeah, if LeBron was a criminal, right. this would be him. And like, he punched I, on I his black cards. Okay. You know. So mm-hmm. the, that was the main event. The co-main event was the Victoria. Sorry, I'm so sorry. What was that? Valentina Shevchenko. Valentina Shevchenko versus Ale- Alexa Grasso. And she fucking it was crazy because I knew that the, that's all I knew was that mm-hmm. they talked about. The Valentina chicks. I was like, I well, she's probably going to win this. She, she looks terrifying, and she she was she's amazing. She's incredible. The women and she looks terrifying. Yeah, I, did, I couldn't I guess believe that she looked less um, action. Maybe it's so being good. more strategic or something. Like these girls weren't punching a ton. Okay, it depends on the no, fighters. No, it it depends. Cool. It just depends on the fighters. It's literally just, it's literally the equivalent to the male division. It's so right. good. Like these fighters are. Unreal, like, yeah, like Valentina Shevchenko. Like, I cannot believe she lost. She's you a see what monster. she said at the end. Like, like she's an actual monster. I know she would have no. Uh, I saw the interview. She was. She seemed pretty humble. Yeah. She just wanted. It was a, like this, she like, wanted a rematch immediately. Cool I saw that. confidence where it was like, yeah, that was really weird. Did that, that? I lost that. Like, you know, I definitely want to have another go at that, and I know I'll beat her on the next time. Mm-hmm. But good for her. It was just really like just just no emotion and just mm-hmm. straight Russian ass fucking like. To the point, shit, and I, I don't know something about that was like yeah. kind of dope. I like that, and then she did one thing where she accidentally hit yeah, her after cool. the ref stopped them or something, or something happened. And then when she did it, but when yeah. she did it, she like covered her yeah, mouth. Was and cheeky, like, oh no! Yeah. Like so, I was like, all right, she knew she fucked up immediately. She's like, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a it was a fighter's instinctual reaction, but then she was like, oh fuck, that was that was after the thing. So sometimes they can't, <clears throat> you know. Stop themselves once they're in the middle of the, of the action because yeah. it's like you know, but it's yeah. mod- and you know uh, you're in danger, memory, so you're you know, doing yeah, what it memory. takes to shut down yeah. the so. danger. It's kind of like a instinct, I guess. But it was like I, I like I don't like violence for the sake mm-hmm. of it. What I like about UFC, what got me over the hurdle after getting used to seeing people essentially bare knuckle fucking tearing each other apart, was the sportsmanship and the and then hearing like essentially just the Rogan podcast and the, how deep they go with every fucking. Yeah, and just hearing how passionate everyone it's is, and then they talk about a bit, just, mm-hmm. you know, just a, lots of context that if you just watch the fights, you wouldn't know, but just about the people, how hard they work, and how, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I never would have thought to describe yeah. that as that, or just understanding the nuances. I, I only really know music for the most part in that way. 
So it's cool to hear them talk about comedy or UFC in this way that we know music. We know the, the people who are shady cunts and we know the people who've worked really hard and people who have good teams, people who are kind of whack but got up there because they have a good team, so they're able to push it. Or they're both, you know, we know the inside and outside mm-hmm. how publishing works and like, oh, that could probably make that guy that much money. Oh, that brand deal's pretty dope. It's interesting that, you know, all <coughs> of that shit. But they talk about that for comedy, which is very similar, how you get on type of shit. And then with UFC, mm. not from a perspective of a fighter and trying to make it to the UFC, but just sort of the details about, like these deep details about all this history of the fights and feuds that cunts have, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's for an, yeah. complete, like uh, someone who isn't particularly like interested in it, it's fascinating. It's really, yeah. It is. It is. It's crazy. But some, some fights don't have sportsmanship. Like, John Jones, uh, people are saying like this is all fake. Like this, what you saw from John Jones this time, like you didn't see any contra- like controversial stuff because he's just putting up an act. Like he's not a good guy. He doesn't yeah. think he doesn't have sportsmanship. He said to Daniel Cormier, like they actually hated each other. Like they actually hated each other to a point where they were like doing these like one-to-one interviews and like. He was acting like a nice guy on camera, and as soon as the camera off, they um, as soon as they stopped like recording. No, I know what happened was they were off air, but they were still recording. And um, essentially, they were like, "Oh, the UFC." Someone said to him, "Was like, oh, we need to still record one more thing. Are you okay with that?" And John Jones said, "Okay." Daniel Cormier must have not heard it, and then John Jones just turns around to him and says. Pussy, pussy, are you there? Hey, pussy, are you there? And Daniel Cormier is like, oh my God, it's so funny how hilariously fake you are and how you're nice on camera, but then when it's off camera, you're just like this. And like, he was getting rattled because he actually hates John Jones. And like, to a point where he said something like, um, if I could come over to where you are right now, I would spit in your face. I fucking hate you. And John Jones turned around to him. he He turned around to the camera and was like, I'm serious right now. If you said that, if you done that to me, if you spat my face, I will kill you. Like, I'll, and he he literally said this. He goes, "I will not fight. I, I won't fight you. I'm not talking about fighting. I'm saying I will literally kill you. I'll murder you. Like, I'm serious. I will actually kill. You. Like, sincerely, not not joking, not laughing. He turned around to me. Is this on video? Seriously, I will actually murder you. Like, he's insane. Yeah, send the link. This is on video. I'll show you the video. He's fucking. He's crazy. I wholeheartedly agree with that sentence. If someone ever spat on me, I would 100% kill them until they stop breathing in front of my face. There was no questions asked. If you spit in a cunt's face, prepare for the yeah. worst, mate. Like, I'm, that's, it's, that's it's, the worst. it's bad. It's, it's the biggest bad. disrespect. I think it's fair. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's a psycho, psycho retaliation shit, but yeah. also. Someone spat at me, I would, it would be a problem. Man. I do not like, I mate, avoid. I think all three of us avoid talent. violence. Uh, at, you know, it's like there's, at all costs. Like, if it's only if All we costs. were really forced into it, that was the only time we'd ever really do it. I'm not interested in that. That's kind of why I like the idea. Exactly. Like I CBF, but I kind of like the idea of BJJ because it can shut as opposed to any other um, martial art because it can shut. I've done it before and I didn't quite enjoy it. Mm. And I was like, I talked about it on here, but like, yeah. And it's just like, I don't want to roll with other defensive. dudes on the floor yeah it's just, and you have to be careful of staph way. infections and shit yeah. Joe's talking about that you have to use special deodorant because you're rolling up close with dudes so much I'm like I'm not super interested in that but I do like the idea of being able to instead of like kickboxing where I could like yep. knock a dude out but probably break my hand in the process or something like that um I would wouldn't it be better to defuse it mm. as opposed to like knock him out what if I knock somebody out and then they hit their head on the ground and die and I'm a fucking manslaughter like I don't want to be in a street fight because you never know what could yeah. happen. Or that could happen to me. 
where someone could just hit me. I'm not, I don't fucking fight. I don't know that shit. I'm too drippy to fight my guy. Like, you know, I'm not out here just fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't about that left. Mm-hmm. All right. I respect that. Like, fuck. Yeah, that's, that's I'm a love of one, man. I, I think all three of us are lovers. We ain't fighters. Like, if we have to, man's will get down, <laughs> yeah. but man's do not want to get of down. Course. So anyway, the point being, I think it's like cool that, um, I like BJJ as a discipline as opposed to that's what I was saying. And I also kind of think it's cool that like maybe it's getting more people interested in it. I feel like I know more and more people who do BJJ and I think like I did karate as a kid. I think it's actually really dope for people's like like listening to Joe talk about it again mm. and then watching it last night. I'm like, oh fuck, maybe I should do something like like Muay Thai or something or like that or, or some something. I've done, I've tried both. Yeah. Muay Thai it's fun. Is mm. Muay Thai is the I'd, best, I'd like better than that. boxing. Because it's like, I, I don't want to fight cunts, but yeah. I like I want to learn yes, the techniques better and like, yeah, like I want to kick and punch the shit out of you if I have to, if I have yeah, to fucking kick your ass, I'm gonna just do two it of in, them, like all, with all of my limbs, <laughs> really good. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> amazing, all punchy fighting sports. Fight right, we talked about that a bunch. So the other thing that went down last night, uh, which is punchy the other probably sports. biggest drama and shit that I've seen on, uh, are you right there, mate? <coughs> all right. <laughs> That's the clip. That's the clip. Yep. Okay, Punchy fine. Fighter Sports could be um, the episode name and, and also uh, that's Remind the me at the end. And with the uh, the first time that Netflix have ever done cool. a live event, and it was for Chris Rock's new special called Selective Outrage. Um, I watched it live and there was a pre-show and post-show. The pre-show was pretty cool because Ronnie Chang, um, he's like, he lived in Australia for a while. He's Malaysian, but lives in Australia. So I fucked with him. I seen him in New York and I was in the front row and he asked me, uh, like he did the thing like where are you from man and I was like Melbourne where are you from he's like oh, I think he riffed off and at the end he like tapped me on the shoulders like hey man oh. thanks for that. like thanks for being a good sport type of thing because I was like he, he didn't make fun of me but if he did I would have like yeah nice. this is, I'm in a comedy show motherfucker like don't get mad at that shit yeah and I didn't choose to sit in the front row though so that's I didn't that's kind of what you signed like, up for but <laughs> I, I want to be conspicuous yeah that's like, definitely I, not yeah. what you want is it Incon- like inconspicuous front row mm-hmm. co- like you most people exactly. want to go third, Ooh, fourth, yeah, row back. No, when I was when I was late to a comedy show in New York as oh. well, I was late, oh, and we also sat in the oh, front, right in the front. <laughs> no, no, no one said okay. anything. Like, yeah, luckily, yeah. Um, it wasn't us. That it's, got picked it's always on, a bit so. rough, but I'm I'm very so like a soft spot for running Shane just because he was mad cool, and I liked that he's yeah. doing really well, and he you know he lives in, a, in Melbourne specifically. Um, so he hosted, they had a whole bunch of, they did like little people doing like, Hey, Chris, go, you know, like Adam Sandler and like all these people like sending little like videos of themselves and they played all that shit. And, um, JB smooth and fucking, uh, Cineo hall, just whatever, a bunch of people. So they, they put money into this shit. They got names and like got people who knew Chris Rock for forever, Leslie Jones and stuff. And, um, they did this uh, pre-show thing. Then they, they went to... And that was in the comedy store in LA. And then they went to the show, which was in Baltimore. And then they came back there at the end for like a post-show with Dana Carvey. And uh, what's the other cunt? Uh, another guy who was on um, SNL. Hmm. Fuck, who was it? I'm having a blank. But there was another... I'll say that. It'll come to me. But yeah, they did like... And they interviewed a few people. That was, seemed a little pointless. Like, I don't know. They, they sort of broke it down. Like... They do. I think there was a show called like for The Walking Dead. There was like a post show. I forgot the name of it, but they would like dissect the episode. So like it's the same type of shit. They finished and then dissected the special. You know what I'm mm. talking about? I'm not oh, super into it. Okay. I mean, I've seen shows that do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I yeah, I usually just skip it. They did it. They really? do it for the last two seasons of Rick and Morty. They start doing that, and I'm just like interesting. Yeah, they like dissect the episode after um, with all the different people who like collaborate, like collaborate. Don't really care. Like, it's like it's cool, <laughs> but I'm just like don't care. Enough, I think that's completely you know? fair. Like you so have I don't to like, care uh, enough, so. love that fucking thing to do it. Yeah, you have to love it. Like, but it's like it's not even like about loving the show. You have to like love, like. I don't even know, like film, I guess, like or the details of be it interested in yeah. no, the editing process exactly. and the just details. And shit. Like, so the special. I just watch it, so yeah. this is interesting, right? So the special. I like Chris Rock. I've liked him forever since whatever I guess since CB4, um, and mm. he was so yep. okay. This is I'm trying to how to explain it. There was a lot of negative talk about the special on Twitter, and I was surprised by that. And I had, you know, he hadn't been pretty, um, what's the word, prolific. I don't know when his last special was, but I don't recall it being particularly good. I feel like any time I saw him, I remember feeling disappointed for the last little bit. And then I'd heard people on Rogan talk about how dope he is, that multiple Mm. people had mentioned it um, over many episodes about how great his stuff is and how, like, he's just in his best form of, of all time. So I'm hearing that in my head. I kind of forgot that in the past he wasn't. So I had kind of higher expectations and it kind of almost seems that like maybe people, because he'd been away, maybe there's like mystique around him now because of the Will Smith thing. Nostalgia, and they remember the earlier great stuff. Nostalgia and then now he's the guy yeah. who hasn't said anything for a year after he got hit. And um, then, you know, they're being disappointed by the special because they kind of forget that maybe he's sort of mid or whatever. That's what Tiff kind of was saying, that he's always been like this. She goes, he's a... He's a he's a mix between like Dave Chappelle and Kevin Hart, <clears throat> if that puts it into context. Because Kevin Hart stuff, I don't know if you guys have ever seen him live, but it's like, mm. and yeah, yeah, or seen his specials. Like there, I've seen oh, yeah. him mm. a bunch of times. Okay, yeah, I've seen him in the, so arenas, seen the like, videos twice. He come, he always used to go to Montreal, and we used to go to Just for Last a lot. Um, yeah, it was actually one of the best things about Montreal summers. That's why I sucked the last few years, and you missed it all down. Nice. It was fucking sick. I mean, you can still. Yes, we went one after we mm-hmm. filmed to one just the last, but that was um, young and crazy video, and we went and saw one of the galas. I think um, with like Michael yes, Che and that, like yeah, yeah that was fun. It. That was really cool. Yes, exactly. Um, really good. So, and, so and my friend wow. was, Brian, yeah. who was on the podcast, um, was back in the day on BOS podcast. Sorry, we're on yes, the that's true. Podcast. Yeah. The so JFL was, was fire. So I've seen a lot of comedy shows. So like I I, I, I forgot that that's what um, his vibe was. And I don't know. I don't know if you guys watched it. Did either of you guys watch it, the whole thing at all? No? No? I haven't. I haven't yet. I watched... Uh, I'm, I'm at start, uh, 40 minutes okay. or 41 minutes, so I had to pause it to start... Do you want me to this. spoil so, anything? So I didn't get to the end, but I'll watch it shortly. So, honestly, okay. it's okay. So Whatever. Close. Yeah, I'm say whatever. Yeah, tell me your immediate say thoughts. Because when thought you said okay, that on text, but, I wanted yeah, to hear more I, about that. Yeah. Okay, so for, yeah, it's cool. It's great to see him. He looks good. Um, from from the person that announces him to the music that was chosen, like I know it was a Rick Ross beat. Um, that was the intro music, but from the person that's announcing, like Chris Rock, like they had like some sort of stutter going on. Like the, like the energy from the announcer, oh, wow. from the music, the beat was skipping. The DJ must have fucked up, <clears throat> or something like that. There was, and then the way that uh, Chris comes out, like everything about the energy of the start of the show just didn't seem like fluid. 
didn't seem natural, didn't seem normal. And then he comes out, he kind of, I felt like Chris started off with a bit of a stutter of some kind, like, you know, as in, you know, no, he didn't come out strong pause, yeah. And it's like, you you need to, you need to come (laughs) out like that, you know? Um, And it just, it kind of felt seriously mid and I don't know, it just didn't make me laugh that much. There's a couple of points where I was like, okay, sweet, now he's getting into the, to the gear of things, but... It just didn't feel as natural as normal. But like, you know, I I never rated him like you know ninety nine percent amazing fucking Jay Z level of the comedy. But like, he's always a favorite. But like, mm. I, I think my favorite format of Chris Rock is in a movie. So I'm not I've never been so so expectant of him to be super fire at the stand up game. Even though he's got some absolute bangers and there's a lot of things and snippets that have come from his stand ups that have been uh, some of the, the greatest snippets and the greatest gags like in the top 50s of, of, or whatever you want. Some of the, you know what I mean? Like he's super no, super notable classic shit. So he's a, he's a, he's a top tier cunt. No, no, no argument. But yeah, the, the stand-up format is probably my least preferred out of how he rolls because he's got lots of things that he does. But mm-hmm. yeah, so far it's okay. I'm not loving it. I've had a couple of giggles. But I just need to wait for the big bang at the end. So, the last, uh, I guess, twenty okay. or twenty um, something minutes. That was to very go, interesting. It should be pretty good. So. Yeah, no, that. Thank you. That but, was like. But I you can continue from because, like, I was. I found myself sorry. so surprised, and I mentioned it to Tiff. I was so surprised, and she was like, "Yeah, everyone knows Chris Rock is kind of like Kevin Hart meets Dave Chappelle. Like, he has some great, really thoughtful stuff. Then you have some like pop stuff. I guess you'd call it. That's kind of like sometimes kind of cringe or corny or whatever the fuck." So I people got mad at him, I saw, for the woke stuff. He started off shitting on woke people, which, to me, I enjoy hearing that stuff. Yeah, oh, I think it's yeah, funny because yeah. those motherfuckers don't That's laugh funny. at themselves enough. Because um, yeah, yeah. they're ridiculous. They're crazy. Um, every yeah. side, both sides are crazy, but they're particularly crazy. So like he's making fun of it, and then they all got mad about it. And I felt like... Okay, so that's just going to mm-hmm. piss off that crowd, but they're pretty active and pretty vocal. But I don't know if they're a minority or not, but they're a vocal bunch, so everyone's mad about that. And then I wasn't dying either, but also I was pretty high and pretty drunk. So I kind of want to watch it again. So I get lit Saturday nights. Oh, yeah. It's- <laughs> That's the best Saturday kind the to main be night where I just like, had my Saturday beers night's out. Like, or I had like six beers last night. It was glorious. And I started early. Now I went in. Actually, I got all this stuff. That's oh, a, that's a lot. Nicely done. We talk about well, it's not a lot. Beer, like, they're all pretty it's, it's not really. It's, it's not really, but um, like anyway, it's, it's well I get done. lit. For me, that's a lot for me, by the way. I would normally, if I'm six, is pretty yeah, extreme. Well I'll probably do three to four normally. Just, I love that. Six is if I'm getting lit. That's fucking. That's that, that's my that's my max as well. Um, let's go. So the fuck here was the point. Let's yeah, go. Yes, so I was pretty lit. So I kind of almost feel like I don't know if I was biased or something and just sort of more inclined to have a good time so i just felt good about it and i enjoyed the format that it was mm-hmm. live i thought that was really fun and they were smart because i was like i would have paid for this and it was free this was part of netflix mm. which is genius um i bet a lot of people probably would have felt the same but i know i thought it was cool it was the first one yes well, it was the first. It was the first live event as you said right so that's Correct. that's he's um, cemented yes. in history right there that's some value it is, that's and it's big, not like uh, it's, you know, like Louis did one a couple weeks point, ago that we paid for where he did live from Madison Square Garden. So, you know, if Louis able to do it independently and then Netflix did it, like Netflix had multiple locations, so theirs was probably a little more fancier than Louis. The person, Louis, they just streamed, they had cameras in the arena. 
streamed it. I don't recall if there was other footage tacked on, maybe an intro or something. Um, but that was it. And you saw the two openers, and one of them was right. amazing. This uh, chick, Adrian Pellucci, she was phenomenal. Like, we followed her and talked to her on Instagram. Oh, darn She was that good, opening for Louis. So, um, anyway, it had been done before, but nice. it was a, a big historic thing for Netflix. So, it's pretty big, and it was cool that if you're already paying for a subscription, you didn't have to do pay per view as well, even though I would happily pay 20 bucks maybe for that. Um, happy I didn't have to, of course, but I would have. Um, to support the art, I think it's dope. I always try and support things like that. Um, I always pay for Louis stuff because I fuck with him and I just think it's sick that he's figured this model out. And then Schultz, I got Schultz's one, Infamous, that was like 15 bucks, I think, um, because I want to support yeah. him and I enjoy his content. And it's, I think it's important to always have something to sell to kids because <clears throat> if you're giving this much free stuff, eventually, you know, they're going to want to give back if you're uh, impacting enough people. So, you know, it's an interesting little little thing about psychology with um content creators it's kind of cool um so i know i feel like we're yammering a lot um I like that I like we've that still a got a bunch of things to cover through we've got about like 10 15 minutes left on this one so i want to make so, sure so. we get through everything but the key part of the chris rock thing was the uh you finally talked about the slap the whole will smith situation for maybe the last 10 minutes or so so i liked it i just i was just happy to hear him um openly <clears throat> discuss it for once and hear what he had to say. People were saying that he never said Jada's name, never mentioned her by name, but he talked about her. Um, he called Will a bitch aggressively, like, like you're a bitch, you're a bitch. They, they say you're a bitch. Like, he went, like, in, in. Like, he was, and you could tell that he, he even stumbled on a joke and got the word wrong. Um, he was pretty flustered, he seemed, by it, by even talking about it, probably because it was a big thing that was so hyped up and maybe he was what you said earlier about the energy was off. Maybe he knew that he came in, not so strong pause. Uh, everything was kind of weird before. And maybe the DJ's fucking up. The announcer was weird and everything was strange. So maybe his energy was off for the set too, potentially. Now you mentioned that. I thought that was very interesting. I feel like I want to rewatch it now with what you said in mind, knowing that like he was, shit was off. So I wonder if the whole thing was off. But um, yeah, he stumbled on that one joke and he, what else did he say? He was basically saying that the key thing, I, I won't spoil it all because I actually can't remember it all. Um, but he was saying that Jada, he goes, no one has, like a lot of people have had, has been cheated on, but nobody's had to sit next to the person who cheated on them and have that person go, so I suck somebody else's dick. How does that make you feel? Type of thing. Um, and I was like, that's a good point. So he was like, he will, you know, he could beat me up, but he took it out on me. He didn't take it out on her, he took it out on me, type mm-hmm. of thing. And he feel he that's why he was like, everyone knows you're a bitch, because she did that to you. Everyone knows you're a bitch. Like they know you're a bitch. I can't remember he kept mentioning he was like, Oh yeah, Drink Champ said you're a bitch. Charlemagne said you're a bitch. Breakfast Club said like he kept like dropping names, everyone shitting on you. That was pretty funny. It was I'm not gonna ruin it enough because you'll see, but <laughs> yeah, and he was that was kind of the crux of it. And there's a few other things that he sort of said. Um That's all right. It was interesting just to hear him talk about it. I'd like to see, like, next week, maybe I'd, we could get what you guys think specifically about those bits, um, the Empire, because I would be curious to see what you boys think um, mm-hmm. of it. But overall, I thought it was cool. I, I don't know. I kind of got what I thought it was going to be. Didn't piss myself. Had a few moments that were pretty good. And it was, like, one of the things where you, like, put your phone down or put the drink down and, yeah, sitting on the edge of your seat. <laughs> I was excited to hear what he had to say about the Will Smith thing. I love tea. Dan, I know you love tea. Uh, 
Nosh not so much, but um, mm-hmm. on what tea it is. I just, it's like, you know, sometimes it depends <laughs> on whose tea it is. Like, you know, yeah, oh, usually yeah. I'm impartial because I'm not a gossipy kind of cunt. It's like, you know, I'm out here. <laughs> Best tea. Oh. We love, I love it. it. So anyway. We love it. You guys are like Tetley's. You guys are like Tetley's. Oh my god! That's it. With an emoji. That's it. That's literally it. Because it's Gen Z. Because Gen Z's have. Yeah. Oh my god! Like the cup of tea is the emoji. This is Gen Z. Yeah. Let's do it. Oh my god! And the first, the first song single is called Drip because it's a tea, but it does drip. Drip coffee? No. Or drip? I feel like it could work. I feel like. Trips, dude. It works. It works. How is it like called? Only oh, no, the first thing was called like it's, Steep. And it's all drill. <laughs> all he does is drill. How deep can you? How deep can you? Like steep? really aggressive, violent Ooh. drill. <laughs> drill. Um, anyway, oh we we'll keep going. So. Oh my god. Yeah, no, this, this is my next project day. coming out it. in. So okay, so that is that. So we've got a whole bunch of like maybe smaller okay. things. Um, I'm ready. There was a, a question. I don't know. I might even keep this for next time, actually. Some of the, the bigger, deeper questions. Well, what more stuff do we want to go through then to finish off? I'll give you some choices. Do it. Um, we can discuss. This is probably be fun. We can discuss, is Drake Rap's last superstar? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you could listen to one song for the first time again, what would it be? Um, we could talk about the Day of Our Soul albums, Dreamville Festival, Bieber's Birthday and the Drama, which is interesting. And a few other things like that. Is there any of those that tickle you pickle that we want to wrap up on type shit? Because we uh, we talked about the other stuff a lot. What's exciting? Notion, go. You choose. You choose. Beeps? We should talk about... All right. All right. We can talk about, about Beeps. Uh, we can talk about Beeps. All right. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. So, the dra- well, first of all, it was Justin's 29th birthday, I think. Uh, the other day, and yeah, how old is that mm-hmm. to you, Dan? Is that really old or what? That's uh, old as fuck. That's old, Jesus. isn't it, bro? Dang, that is like disgusting. Ugh, imagine He's like for fucking old people grandpa. Yeah, it's disgusting. Is, it, is that the age where you need like a, a walking frame? You think? I think it is. Or it's like one it of it's like probably yeah. the age where you like start planning your funeral and stuff, you know, is investing that, in that. that. Yeah, true. That's yeah. So fucking yeah. all right. It's so smart, the smart. the drama it's is. I won't corner. go deep into the drama because I got, but I'm going to talk about something kind of more fun. So the, there's a so Justin's wife is Haley Bieber, who is Haley Baldwin, and Stephen Baldwin's son. You don't know? She's a blondie. She's like a mm-hmm. model. She hot? She's pretty. Yeah, she's pretty. She, isn't she up. okay? She's bro, I don't know nothing she, about nothing. I told you I don't gossip about things. I don't go to the tea. Well, I don't check out uh, superstars' wives. I know what's going on with Bieber. You know what I'm saying? Take a look. I so guess, I guess I should Google it and fucking have a fucking. Um, her dad's an actor. You know, Stephen right, Baldwin. Alec Baldwin's a brother. Yeah, no, Alec Stephen's the father. Her dad, Alex. Her Alec Baldwin, uncle. isn't it? Yeah. So oh, it's, a, it's a much more inconsequential oh, role. So. Oh, she met Justin when she was like, they must both be like kind of mm. similar age. She must be at least mid twenties, I would guess. So she got her dad to take her backstage at a Beatles concert years ago, maybe when mm-hmm. she was like fifteen or something, and met him then. And 
he was dating Selena Gomez for a while. And I don't know really anything about her because there was for children. I knew the name, but I don't know what. She, so she's a singer. And like, I think she's an actor in doing like Nickelodeon type shows like Miley Cyrus. I think if I'm not mistaken, that type of shit, like in shows, mm-hmm. but also music. So there was always these weird, the gut obsessive fan bases. There's certain people we've talked about, I think before, like the Bobs, like Nicki Minaj's fan bases are really aggressive and like, on BTS and shit like that. They go kind of wild. So she has these really mm-hmm. passionate fans. I forgot. They have like a name. And um, they never like Haley because obviously she's with Selena's ex. So they don't fuck with that. And I don't. And so there's always been some sort of strange beef, at, mostly online between the fan bases of the Haley Biebers, who are probably Justin's fans, I guess. And probably some for herself because she's friends with like the Kardashians or whatever. And then fucking Selena's fans. So those all beef and they're always like beefing things up and trying to point out, like, see when she did this, what she was, she was dissing Selena. Like, like they, you know, picking small things just to start drama because I guess they're all bored and want something to talk about. Very catty and very childish. Oh, so then mm-hmm. the other cat- day, catty. I think it was on either on his birthday or something like that, her and Internet. she was with Kendall Jenner and another girl who's with Justine Sky, I think it was, another singer, who's all in the Kardashian people. Tiff watches, when we're watching the tea stuff, I don't really know who they are, so Tiff always has to explain, like, who are the Mandem are, so I'm starting to get the picture. So apparently they did some sort of Instagram story or some shit, and it was focused on eyebrow, on, like, Haley's eyebrows or something, and apparently, which I didn't really understand this part, that was a diss to Selena, so then that started all these people online um, to like, they really just like this more beef is kind of flared back up again. Cause they, they took a picture together recently, like last year or something. So like they thought everything was kind of chill. So the crazy part of all of that, I don't know the rest of it. I'm sure it's way deeper than that and, and whatever, but I don't really understand it. But what I saw is this one dude was like, apparently so Haley Bieber has been a fan of Selena Gomez since she was a kid. So, he showed so many different examples. I think it was probably like six, seven, something like that. Different examples of Haley doing like basically like single white femaleing Selena to the point where she probably was obsessed with her as a kid and then did everything to just become mm-hmm. her. Like she wants to wear her skin type shit. Like she got her X-Man. She used she wore like similar dresses to what she wears. Take photos in the similar way, like replicating her poses. They had this thing where they were on like for it was like Conan O'Brien or something and it was both of them and Selena who was on if you look at the dates was on first and then Haley would say the exact same thing later on so like she's even copying her interviews <laughs> so like it's, it's after weird that, it's there's not weird, many people talking man. about that it's did you know so that fucking Dan? weird like <sighs> okay I knew about the copying thing. Yes, I knew that, that, that Selena had her own cooking show and now Haley like, all of a sudden has her own cooking show as well. And yeah, yeah introducing really the same and, and it's all, all yeah. in their own kitchens and they're both... So you've the, seen that yeah, show. Okay, yeah, so there's one exactly doing... Exactly. It was yeah, so, weird, so That was the interesting so, part. That's very much out of scope. Like shit, cool, bad habit shit, because it's gossiping, you know, pop stuff, but... I reckon that's pretty... One, because it's Bieber, so he always gets a pass. That's definitely on the stage. I wouldn't have even talked to... He does. Yeah, sorry, sorry guys. But Unfortunately, I thought he does. this one was cool or interesting because Love because you. of that, because of the drama. That's kind of fascinating. Like, that they... That she would copy... And they, pr- they had crazy. all this proof. Like, it was like... 
one, you know, two times coincidence, you know, maybe three times, like, ah, you know, fashion is pretty similar. Maybe she did like her, blah, blah. But when you've got like all of these other ones, particularly, it's too much, bro. It's too much to be coincidental or like, yeah, it's definitely on purpose. Like, yeah, I've... (laughs) It makes sense. Stacks weird, it it makes sense. So there's, weird, uh, that was just that. So that's the only reason we're talking about that. But there's a whole bunch of stuff. I think we just move this to next week. Um, the only thing probably that's more mm. uh, like needs right now is the De La Soul albums are all now available on streaming after they were essentially held hostage for decades by uh, Tommy Boy. They got fucked forever, had one of the worst situations. And then last night, they finally got it out. Uh, sorry, last night, fr- like Friday midnight, they dropped everywhere. And um, right after, of course, Dave um, passed as well, which sucks. And they had this crazy show and like it's all so these crazy, people like, like, like Queen Latifah yeah. was there rapping, doing this shit with them. And um, Dave Chappelle was like hosting it and again did the countdown. They did like New Year's Eve countdown for it to be on thing and then had a show. Um, you know, all sorts of just like legends were just there. Like no. Comment, they did like one of my favorite joints of Stakes and Sigh. Um, I forgot what it was called. Um, I'm the seed to the old double ant or and I said like whatever that song oh. is called. Fuck, what's that called? Um, so it was super cool, and it was out. So that's out now. And they're like, yeah, you make sure you go support the guys and like for fucking sure. split it up. And I checked it out. I got. I want to actually listen. I haven't heard Sex Time for ages, so I went and checked. Everything's over a million, and it came out on uh, yeah Friday. So it's only Sunday. So that's pretty cool. I thought that like people have gone pretty hard like streaming it. Like uh, so that was Sick. pretty good. So that's out now. And then all the rest of stuff, we'll catch that next week. Um, fuck yeah, boys. Look at that. I just hope, uh, so, I just hope Selena Gomez is okay. You know? Fucking we'll keep, we'll, keep, we'll keep tabs on that one. Beautiful. Yeah, same. Um, mm-hmm. Dan, Dan will. Dan, where can everyone I find you online yeah. when you're not consuming Selena oh. Gomez content? Oh. <clears throat> Uh, okay. I Dan Johnson on Instagram and Twitter and HGFGXMING on Instagram that is me that is me that is me Mm-mm. man's like me at Notion Baby on Instagram Twitter and Facebook uh, at Notion MTB on Instagram and YouTube um, illnotestudios.com notionbeats.com get a oh, dog I like right that uh, you can get me C double uh, that's uh, great C-W-E-F-O-R yes. on Instagram and Twitter and C W T M F on Facebook and TikTok guys thank you for uh, watching and listening as always mate if you enjoyed it smash thumbs up hit subscribe below hit the notification hit the notification bell notification bing dong <laughs> save me there see we plan that uh, so you know when all the new mm-hmm. episodes drop follow us everywhere at the movement fam for TMF stuff and we post about bad habits and also at bad habits pod on Instagram. Uh, we're going to get back on posting the news more, but mm-hmm. all the clips and stuff are there. So make sure you check that out. And uh, if you're on Spotify, Funny. Apple music, Apple music, Apple podcast, slap us a five star mate and just say someone's pretty. That's what we want to hear. We'll see you sexy C words next week. Now. Get a frog up. Yeah. Oh shit. Mm. Quick. We got it. We got it. Right. Quick. Hey, hey, just in time. Hey, hey, it's like I've never done this before. Oh, just in time for your fucking mind. Whoa, just in time for your fucking mind. Whoa, ta ta, ta ta. Say, whoa, motherfucker, say, whoa.